0: I don't think I'm saying anything new when I say this. There continues to be a problem with how the public views salespeople. You know, it's time to stop blaming salespeople for this perception issue, and instead, look at a different culprit who seems to continue to skate by without blame. I'll tell you who the culprit is and provide a simple approach to fixing this once and for all. Let's have ourselves a pocket-sized pep talk. A pocket-sized pep talk, the podcast that can help energize your business and your life with a quick, inspiring message. Now, here's your host, Rob Jollis. Full disclosure, I have a rather biased view of salespeople, but hear me out. Yes, there are problems within the selling profession, and I fully realize there are some bad salespeople in this world. Of course, there are also some bad doctors, bad engineers, bad accountants, bad architects, and the list goes on and on. Of course, all these professions also have gifted people who are necessary and appreciated. We all probably know of an exceptional doctor who took the, the extra time to get to know us and reassure us and went above and beyond in the care they provided. They may have even saved our life. this type of example could be used for just about any profession. Any profession that is except sales. I just don't understand why. How can we be so nearsighted? When will we wake up and realize that most people need a push once in a while to help make difficult decisions? left on our own to discover what we really need and the urgency with which we need it can have devastating consequences, even life-altering consequences even those who preach sales every day forget this lesson from time to time it's time to assign some fault to one individual who seems to escape past all the blame that is heaped upon those in the world of sales it's time to put a fair amount of blame on the customer that's right the customer is not without fault in this selling dilemma that confronts us all I've spent 35 years training and teaching salespeople how to approach selling in a consultative manner. I attempt to inspire those around me to believe that that if they learn their craft and do the things necessary to earn the customer's business, they will have to be competitive with price, but not have to be burdened with an unnecessary price obsession. I tell participants over and over again that price is certainly a factor, but it's rarely the most important factor in earning a customer's business. It's all about value. Isn't that right, Mr. or Mrs. Customer? So let's talk about value. How much is it worth to you to get an actual education from a well trained salesperson? Well, training costs money. How much is it worth to you to work with a long tenured subject matter expert holding on to key skilled personnel? Costs money. How much is it worth for you to work with a company that preaches the quality of a transaction over the quantity of a transaction? Well, these types of transactions cost money. Now, assuming you don't sell cars, think about the last time you went to purchase a car. For many, value gets thrown out the window and it becomes sort of a perverse price game. How much can I get this car down to if they don't meet the price of the other dealership arm history? Are we not guilty of forcing the salesperson to participate in the exact game we vehemently oppose. Oh, and by the way, this is a game many of us are only fooled into believing we actually win. Do you really need to be reminded of the simple mantra, you get what you pay for? When working with a salesperson, we need to add more to our buying criteria, which ultimately heavily affects price. Which one would you would you like me to drop from the list? Customer service? Integrity? How about dependability? Ethics? See, we need to remind our customers, and we need to remind ourselves when we are customers, this important message. We are purchasing a partner, not a price. Finally, as customers, we need to resist the unethical temptations we put on salespeople. We loathe salespeople who are dishonest. We don't like dishonesty, unless, of course, it might benefit us in some way when we're the customer. If you don't respect a lack of honesty in your workplace, why ask others to be dishonest? When a salesperson says they cannot do something you're asking them to do, take no for an answer stop pressuring salespeople to engage in activities that are questionable if a salesperson gives a, a little wink and a, and a promise to do something that might not be 100 percent legit you be the one to say no most ethic violations within selling are actually initiated by the customer it needs to stop from the customer it needs to stop from the salesperson It's hypocritical to consider yourself ethical because you're honest most of the time. You know, cartoonist Walt Kelly modified a quote from Oliver Perry and said it best. We have met the enemy and he is us. If we really want to help the sales industry to be the shiny beacon, so many of us demand of it. Well, it starts with us, the customers. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, please rate and recommend it on iTunes, Outcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more information on this show and rob at Jollis.com.